morning, all you lovely lot out there. It's Emma Lucy Brown, your hosiery high priestess here at Denim Star. Welcome once again to our end of summer edition of Socks and Sandals and Other Scandals Morning Cuppa with Emma and Billy. Wow, it's great to be back on the show once again after our hot back summer vacays, timeouts, weekend getaways and retreats. Whatever we want to call them, let's just say it's brilliant to connect with all of our beautiful Denim Star Sockstar listeners as we head into this fall season. Billy and I hope that all of you were able to have a safe and as near to the old normal as possible. All more to the point, new normal summer as we continue to navigate these reopening waters. And once again, find our bearings as we dive into September with back to school and back to the office or home office, whatever your venue is now. As we sail into the autumn season and slowly say adios during our end of summer final days. And also I would very much like to dedicate this special episode of finding your fashion personality back to old school with a twist to my lovely mum, who's no longer with us. It's been many years now, but her birthday was on the 7th of September and she would have been 75 years old this year. So here's to you, mum, with so much love from your family. We hope you enjoy this episode. And although technically the autumn equinox doesn't officially begin until September the 22nd this year, in a melancholy way, at least for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, it always seems that around the tail end of August, it feels as though things are beginning to wind down as pools and cottages close and board up, knowing that the school this year opens up once again. And even if we may be long past our school girl days ourselves, <laughs> what do you think, Bills? Absolutely, am. So, I mean, who knows, maybe we are still those school girls, but welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're totally right. You hit it on the head again, Ems. We're hardwired this way, aren't we, dear? I mean, mm. hope, hope everyone's had a great summer and they're continuing to have a great summer as our end of days of summer uh, come to a close. It's absolutely fabulous to be back with all of our amazing denim star, sock star followers out there. Once again, hands. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, Bills. I mean, like you say, summer is still with us and we can still rock out our denim star socks. Summer looks for a while yet, for sure. But as Bills, I mean, I know you were quite happy to rock your denim star socks this summer, but just by puttering about during your weekend getaway staycations, what do you think, Bills? I, I know, it's so true. I mean, I was one happy camper this summer, just being able to continue on with my little, our, you know, that British staycation thing that we did last year. And then, you know, mm. uh, made some much needed road trips to just, you know, head out on the roads to Scotland and Wales and 
that mm. was so particularly fond of how I rocked out my denim star socks this summer. And I mean, I, I rocked my good old Canadian tuxedo, you know, which is an important part of yeah any Canadian wardrobe. Sadly, though, for some, it still falls into that same category as socks and sandals as, you know, a fashion faux pas that still it seems hard <laughs> to shake. But you know, mm. you know, it's still essentially just as you know, Ems. It's just a mm -hmm. denim jacket worn with a pair of jeans, and and like you were saying, our 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 trend of going forward this fall, double denim look for fall mm. 21, mm -hmm. 21 perhaps. You know, so mm -hmm. how scandalous can it be? You know, wearing <laughs> um, what did I wear? I had my favorite denim star star starburst ankle socks on with Brilliant. my chunky cow cowgirl sandals, or like a sling boot. And but you know, no way is cool. My God, no way is cool as your trip to Mexico this summer ends, and how you rocked out your denim star socks with your amazing, those amazing multicolor leather uh, Urachi sandals, and all those peasant blouses and skirts. I mean, just beautiful, folks. Not to mention those pics that you sent me uh, of uh, your friend's parents. I oh, mean, right. What were the yes. Were they two? Two, the toucans, I yeah. think you need to post that photo. I yeah. mean, it will be our evergreen, never um, ever ending summer pick to keep us all going this fall and winter. I just love that photo. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, I totally forgot about that, Bills. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, as you know, I can get simply really carried away with all the amazing textiles in Mexico. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. you know, we really could have a, a pos you know, a podcast just based on this, really. I mean, mm. you know, my amazing Mexican waranches, I definitely purchased those in Playa de Carmen, lots of goodies there. And wow. yeah, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. Especially with the textiles, one of my fave embroidered tops that you've mentioned there, mm -hmm. it, it has the most vivid colours, which is really indicative of Mexico. But in oh, particular, yeah, yeah. one of my favourite tops is from Oaxaca and it's made by the native oh, women. Love Oaxaca. Yeah, mm -hmm, amazing. Mm -hmm. oh, so many mm -hmm. delicious delights there in every sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. we're talking bold, chunky embroidered flowers, popping on an electric green base. I mean, from the textiles to experiencing the foods like chili in Nogada, which celebrates Mexican Independence Day, which has just gone, which was on the 15th of September. And of oh, course, wow. I, yeah, which is very cool. And I'd better say it in Spanish. So bear with me, folks. Feliz Dia de la Independencia de Mexico. <laughs> oh, bravo, bravo. Oh, I love it. I love it. It sounds so much more exotic than mine. Yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It really does. And, and what that dish is, the chili in Nogada, it's these really large stuffed chilies, which is a little bit spicy, but not too, too spicy. And inside you've got shredded meat with aromatic fruits and spices topped oh. with a walnut-based cream sauce with a handful of pomegranate thrown over the top. I mean, your your taste buds just literally are on burst. Explode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we're booking you know? our tickets now. Wow. For sure. And, you know, yes, I, you know, there's a couple of restaurants where maybe you can get it other parts of the year, but certainly many of the restaurants are dishing up that dish. But 
But what's amazing about this dish as well, it evokes the colors of the Mexican flag. So it's truly patriotic. It was when Mexico had its independence from Sp Spain back in mm -hmm. the year 1810. Okay. But, you know, so clearly, you know, from the craft, the food and the people, it's a country that constantly enriches your senses. So, you know, it, I've been very lucky to have my summer here with my Mexican family, really getting to know the country a bit more. Oh, I love it. Love it, Amps. You want to hear more too, absolutely. For sure. As for the parrots, yes, they were a friend. And that one photo that I sent you, Bills, of the parrot on my shoulder, he was totally bossing me up for sure. And this was quite something, and it was just so funny. I know, I know we couldn't get over that. I mean, who knew? Who knew that that photo ends would end up being the departure point of inspiration for this end of summer podcast episode ends. I mean, but it did. I don't know what uh -huh. the parrots' names were, but we have to have them uh, to thank, you know, for this inspiration. Uh, they made me think, I mean, crazy, going from parrots to this amazing poem by Amy uh Nezu Kuku Matafil. Wow. And I probably slaughtered that, but it's, I mean, just going from those parrots to her amazing poem called Summer High Bun. Um, mm. A high bun being a Japanese form of poetry which combines Japanese haiku poetry with prose poetry. Essentially, folks, it uses the most beautiful, sparse, poetic images to to invoke the sensory impression in the reader and i sent you a copy of that amazon so we'll mm -hmm. we'll have you kick it off with a we read with those parents in mind as inspiration so take it away Anne. <laughs> i will i will give it a go for you guys yeah. all right too funny but you know i love this poem or high bun mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. after you told me that it's one of those poems that will help you to keep those summer vibes going well after those dog days of summer when they've left us it starts off like this the summer high bun so here we go so to everything there is a season of parrots instead of feathers we search the sky for meteors on our last night salamanders use stars to find their way home who knew they could see that far fix the tiny beads of their eyes on distant arrangements of lights so as to return to wet and wild nests our heads tilt up and up and we are careful to never look at each other you were born on a day of peaches splitting from so much rain and the slick smell of fresh tar and asphalt pushed over a cracked parking lot you were strong enough even as a baby to clutch a fistful of thistle and the sun himself was proud to light up your teeth when they first swelled and pushed up from your gums. And this is how I always remember you when we were covered up again by the pale mica flecks on your shoulders, some thrown there from your own smile, some from my own teeth. <laughs> there are not enough jam jars to can this summer sky at night. I want to spread those little meteors on a hunk of still warm bread this winter. Any trace left on the knife will make a kitchen sink like that evening air. 
the cool night before star showers so sticky so warm so full of light wow how yummy is that and a summer poem and it's not there's not enough jam jars to can the summer sky at night and you know especially for canadians we always freak a little bit you know when we know our summers mm-hmm. you know fading away so if we can can it yeah it's so beautiful it's truly one of those summer poems that will help you celebrate summer all calendar year long that Love is it. for sure Love it. I mean, yeah, and you have some tough winters, so it's understandable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, our end of summer days are winding down. But who says we can't carry these vibes with us for the rest of the year? Mm -hmm. That we can't keep this summer state of mind going, especially now, as for many of us, we continue on with this various stages in our reopening and the anxieties that tag along with that. And this changes season as we head back to school and our routines once again, summer in a can. I love it. <laughs> For sure. I mean, just thinking about all all the bread that everybody baked during the first days of lockdown. Remember oh, all yeah. sourdough uh-huh. bread days? Yeah. And then now being able to think of, you know, I want to spread those little meteors on a hunk of still warm bread this winter. Brilliant. You know, might definitely, you know, we've gone so far, uh, might definitely summon up that summer state of being or mind or mood that, you know, we can conjure up whenever the melancholy takes over, you know, along with other mental health challenges that we have Mm. uh, all faced, you know, or or might face during our COVID journeys, one of them being FOMO. Remember FOMO, Lambs? Right. FOMO. Oh, FOMO. Yeah. The fear of missing out, right? Yeah. What about it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. We've come a long way, baby. I mean, yeah. FOMO, right? FOMO is out Mm. now, Lambs. In our pandemic world of new social fears, we're now grappling with FOGO and FONO, new kinds of anxiety acronyms that the, mm. the pandemics hatch for us. FOGO, fear of going out, and then uh, FONO, fear of the normal. Right, right. Okay, FOGO mm. and FONO. All these acronyms are starting to sound like a <laughs> pandemic in and of itself, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. with the yeah, so with the pandemic, we've got oh. COVID wild, alpha, mm-hmm. lambda, and mm-hmm. our dreaded delta, and now mu. So to name yeah. just a few, as far as the virus goes, but you know what's with all the anxiety acronyms now? Yeah, well, I know. Good point, Ems. I mean, yeah, we've we've seen some of the memes for these acronyms. Mm. However, many, you know, just getting into it because we're we're all in the same boat here. Many psychologists believe that that's why many of the acronyms are actually a helpful reminder in in serving us to you know at least understand our emotional states and and just you know talking about them. Mm, I've got you so far. And then what about cave syndrome? Yeah. You hear about that. Is that FOGO as well? <laughs> I know. OMG. I mean, I heard about that one too. And you know, for me, I'm, you know, that just sounds like cocooning, old school mm. cocooning, doesn't it? But mm-hmm. you know, yeah, from my understanding, I think FOGO is more from what I think, uh, is more about being nervous about going out in large groups of people. Mm-hmm. And then perhaps, you know, you're not that spooked by leaving the house, but you just don't want to head back to the office and your job. In that instance, you may have uh, phono, which, you know, the fear of 
normal. Mm. But then from my understanding, mm-hmm. FOGO yeah. is the perception mm-hmm. that something scary is out there, even after being told that the danger is no longer clear and present. You're scared of going out even when it's safe. Is that right? Yeah, I know. Right. Because, you know, we've been living in this heightened state of awareness for so for so long now. Uh, many of us mm. can't actually let go of our anxieties. Uh, is what the experts are saying. You know, the Sarah Gundel, mm. she's a psychologist uh, based in Manhattan. And she's saying, you know, even this heightened level of fear is pretty normal for all of us at this point, at least in a sense that so many of us are experiencing it. Mm. But mm-hmm. FOGO is not yeah. a psychological term, right? It's basically a phenomenon to describe an experience some of us are having while it resonated with so many of us worldwide. Yeah, right. Well, it's, yeah, it's not like Gondal will say, it's not in the DSM-5, which is their standard classification uh, for disorders mm. as a, a psychological term. Uh, you know, more mm. like I think FOGO is akin to individuals who dealt with social anxiety and agoraphobia, uh, phobia mm. before, you know, the pandemic. And now that mm. the world has begun, is opening up, opening back mm. up we're seeing people who've never experienced these things before and have it now and so mm. it, you know it's just my understanding that for some of us mm. following your anxiety about leaving the house fogo instead of mm. agoraphobia mm. It, it may also feel less shameful according to the experts anyway and then so what about phono what kinds of wellness can <laughs> we do to help us deal with uh-huh. these challenges as we open up this school yeah. for back to school and our normal or rather new normal routines this autumn season i mean you know because it's understandable that i think for many of us we probably all some elements of all of this you know because it has just been so intense oh yeah i mean really if we just really want to get to the heart of it we you know we've never been through a pandemic before it is you know we've been in it for so long 18 19 months but you know sometimes if you step back from it you just think my god we're we're in a pandemic it is pretty mind-boggling and then yeah Yeah. and then from what i understand with phono the fear of normal ends is that you know yeah for this last 18 19 months folks got used to virtual work and learning and you know they don't want to go back to the way things were pre-covid mm. and from what the experts are saying going back to normal is it's not as easy as it may sound mm. we we had to you know quickly adapt to lockdown routines and, and changes mm. um, yeah mm, for sure and you know then i guess because these acronyms aren't real diagnosis mm-hmm. they may still be helpful in that they might allow us to open up mental health dialogues with friends and family and then perhaps seek wellness practices or professional help with a therapist about one's own present state of mind oh yeah for sure i mean uh if you're starting to feel chest pains or heart yeah. palpitations no amount of you know this I love this imagery of you know summer in a camp poetry mm. so to speak mm. <laughs> you know it's gonna set the the summer vibe mood or state of mind here as we mm. all learn to adjust to the reopening stages you know rather the the thing that you might do if you are you know indeed struggling with these issues anybody any of us out there which we're all going to you know rub up against that is mm. to recognize that you know we're not alone and perhaps to talk to others about what you're feeling and seek care which brings me to minecraft 
<laughs> right, Minecraft. Oh, I uh, yeah. love it. It sounds so sci-fi. <laughs> what is it exactly, Bills? I know. Well, actually, you got me onto Minecraft. Or maybe it was Tram watching the, the site where uh, you can find Minecraft. Anyways, mm -hmm. amazing, amazing content about how we can equip ourselves with the, you know, the toolkit, the mental tools needed in order to thrive in an uncertain future. Extremely helpful during these times for sure. Em. That's right. I was on trend watching one day and was mm -hmm. absolutely blown away to know that the word for that blah we've mm -hmm. all been feeling, that meh feeling, yeah, yeah. you know, that word is essentially called languishing. So right. it turns out that word was found to be the most dominant emotion that people described how they felt for this year, 2021. So I think I may have told you about TW then mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, trend watching. And that's when you when you came across Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, languishing. Oh, my God. You're, yeah, we're the languishing ladies. I mean, yeah. OMG, we all felt that way for sure this year. I mean... <laughs> Well, mm. this uh, this consumer hack that I found on trend watching that you told me about was actually very helpful on, on all realms, you know, as we head into mm. this new normal. And, and whether it was uh, mental strength building tools to emotional workouts uh, that, you know, put us through our paces, essentially consumers, it's said in terms of our industry or, you know, as well as mainly your industry, the fashion retail world are now are expecting brands, this is what mind blowing to me, expecting brands to help them, the consumers, mm. develop mm. the emotional resilience they need to thrive in an uncertain and troubled world. And so mm. to be clear, what we're finding out there is that in terms of mental health services, we're not talking about the psychiatrist couch anymore, but you know, the rather famous couch. looking to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, digital innovation and apps that are, mm -hmm. are doing the vanguard work, you know, wow. in terms of breaking, yeah, down these, these former preconceptions of mental health, you know, by reducing or entirely removing what everybody, you know, thinks automatically the financial barriers to tools or resources for, for our own well-being as consumers as well amazing because it does it always comes down to money you know even when you yeah. need that help it's like gosh can i afford the help absolutely yeah. now i remember yeah i was on minecraft yeah and stumbled across these progressive platforms like koa who offer <laughs> emotional fitness classes for 25 dollars. wow yeah yeah well, Gen Z can now okay. get their mental health in check via TikTok free of charge. Yeah. You know, at the Wellness Hub. So just incredible. So did you see that, Bills? Oh, yeah, I did. And, you know, well, it is incredible. And along with other resources that I found, like uh, GenTread was in there. You know, it's a newsletter that explores, um, you know, the soft side of our hard problems. You know, for example, mental health you know, in the context of global climate crisis, you know, and we've all heard of by now, uh, eco-anxiety. And here's where you might go for that. You know, mm. uh, there's other resources where um, I think it's exhale, it's okay. Mm. Even Legos in there where kids mm. can now tackle Meanies online, uh, mm. another app, Misu, where you can adapt your online behavior to to help improve well-being. Uh, you can test your emotional resilience with uh, there's an interactive quiz 
uh, put out there by a uh, bank workers charity. And then finally, there was uh, something you could do with friends and family. Um, it was called Mind Celebrations, where mm-hmm. you you can review your emotional fitness and see how <laughs> yeah, see how fatigued, burnt out, or too much screen time. Mm. everyone's being impacted upon either with yourself or your organization so lots of food for thought Mm. out there wow for sure and it's really comforting as well actually you know or you could get back to old school flair (laughs) (laughs) while navigating the new normal with everyone's favorite centenarian fashion icon iris apfel Famous for her Mm. eclectic style, bright colors, oversized glasses that we all know, and bold jewelry, who just turned 100 years old. Amazing. And really rocking it. After hearing about all these much needed and helpful resource apps, it made Uh me think of old Iris. And Uh in an interview she gave last fall with the Houston Chronicle when she was 99 years old. Oh my gosh, do you mean the Irish Apfel who just yeah. turned 100, I think this August? Iris? Right, like yeah. Iris, Iris who keeps inspiring the world as fashion's accidental icon, mm-hmm. who, who refers to herself as the planet's oldest looking teenager, whose Brilliant. Instagram bio motto is more is more and less is more that iris <laughs> absolutely that iris oh that my. rare old bird you know yeah. the yeah. one and only yeah so but you know she is rocking it as a teenager still so you know no old bird there i mean it really resonated with her bills when they oh asked her during the quarantine if she always had that motto here's what she said Yes, yes. I've always been like that. I haven't worn a lot since I've been quarantined for seven or eight months. But when I do go out, I like to try a different thing every time. I see how it feels. And if it looks too heavy to me, I take something off. I don't operate with any rules or regulations. She sounds like our kind of lady. Wow, I know, absolutely no rules or regulations. You gotta love her. I mean, Mm. it's no wonder all generations just get her, isn't it? Mm. I mean, Mm -hmm. what a gal. I mean, I think her, I mean, she's always been around, but I think her career, I had read somewhere, it really kicked off when she was 84. Amazing. her modeling modeling career at 97. A New mm. York Metropolitan Museum of Art, Iris Exhibition, uh, cosmetics, jewelry line with her limited edition collection for Mac, uh, Barbie in her likeness, the face for Magnum ice cream, Zenny Eyewear just collaborated with her, a uh, mm. hundred uh, eyepieces in, in her name. Um, <laughs> an Emmy nomination documentary, Iris about her life. So any folks that want to learn about Iris, a documentary mm-hmm. there. Uh, the Iris coloring book where benefits go to U of T, University of Texas, NYC in New York City is their program, which Apfel amazingly serves still as visiting professor. Her CV Amos goes on and on hot off the press to a collaboration just in with H&M. Wow. I think it was just amazing. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. What can you say? Honestly, (laughs) really, I mean, amazing. I mean, no wonder we all find her a breath of fresh air. 
you know because when we think mm-hmm. of how in our world of online clickbait validation and likes mm-hmm. we all find mm-hmm. it rejuvenating to find iris going gangbusters navigating all our unknown seas not caring what anyone thinks here's what she went on to say in the to the Houston interview mm-hmm. as far as what she got up to during the pandemic she said fortunately i enjoy my own company so that mm-hmm. hasn't been a problem i haven't had too much time because i always keep myself busy I get very angry when people call me up <laughs> and complain because I say just be happy that you're here mm-hmm. and safe and not sick. Mm-hmm. I mean there are so many things you can do. I watch a few news shows at night, mm-hmm. but I don't waste my time. I try to be constructive. I have all these projects I'm working on and there's nothing wrong with just sitting down by yourself and having a good old thing. I I love that cuz I love that thinking time for sure as well. Yeah, I know who doesn't. And uh mm. she gets her me time in there, but she seems Iris is really beginning to make us like two absolute slackers here. I mean, yes. <laughs> This uh, 100-year-old teenager, I mean, too funny. She is something else, though, for sure. Has so many pearls of wisdom out there as well. Um, here's one of my all-time favorites of hers that was mentioned in Vogue Arabia when she turned 100. Uh, food for thought while well, we deal with all the uncertainty out there, all the FOMOs, FOGOs, and FONOs. Here's some Iris inspiration, old school. Mm-hmm. She says, "You only fail if you do not try." Sometimes you just have to take action. Even if it's a small step. In my 90 some years of walking planet Earth, I have applied this philosophy to living and dressing and it has never steered me wrong. Wow. Wow. 90 plus years of wisdom. I love how you put it. The the pearls of wisdom. You know, the experience folks in that back to old school message when it comes to life as well as our sartorial choices especially this time of year right after labor day weekend and our end of days of summer it makes me think of that other fashion scandal like that of wearing the major faux pas socks and sandals and that it's the high crimes and you know misdemeanors of wearing of white after oh, yeah. the labor day weekend i mean what would iris have to say about that billy <laughs> i know i mean it's so perplexing as to who specifically created this rule but mm. according to i know it's crazy uh amanda holly a fashion historian who's popular on youtube she has a channel called the ultimate fashion history mm. she you know says you know she says it's just a savage way for the upper echelons to just you know what's upon a time to distinguish themselves from the mm. burgeoning nouveau riche and for mm. holiday or holiday <clears throat> she concluded you know that the the rule really has more to do with wearing white before labor day than than mm. not wearing it after labor day and mm-hmm. that the upper classes escape you know they they escape the city heat by going to the countryside where white clothing remain free from you know the grimy city centers that you know was inevitably the sartorial social divide right there you know so mm-hmm. only like she is saying only those who could afford to wear white could mm-hmm. wear white hey but you can get grass stains instead no <laughs> 
Exactly. I just, I just shout it out. So there's always something. So true. And so then why are so many people still clinging to such an outdated fashion code? I still chuckle over that scene from John Waters' 1994 black comedy, Serial Mum, where good old Kathleen Turner's etiquette-obsessed serial killer character snuffs out a neighbor for sporting white shoes after the September holiday. Oh my. I love that movie. Of course, black humor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even in our times now, you know, when, when uh, sneakers or runners, you know, whatever you want to call them are worn with suits, our streetwear is more sought after than classic designer items. So in that realm, we're told that we're, we're actually far more class conscious uh, than we like to believe and that mm. we've been programmed all these years to believe that somehow, at least in, in North America, that white after Labor Day, in a word, is tacky. And therefore, you know, it may still take a couple more decades before the rule completely <laughs> disappears oh. for good, hopefully. Oh, God, I mean, I think we all need to perhaps you know, summon our own inner irises here. And in the spirit of breaking down scandalous fashion faux pas rules, once and for all, think about adding some whites to our fall and winter wardrobes this season. Like another one of my major, you know, icons, Gabrielle Coco Chanel used to do back in the 1920s. So, you know, when she broke all the rules and wore whites all year round, or mm-hmm. more to the point, like mm-hmm. Iris, on a geriatric starlet who rem- reminds us that if you put something together and yeah. it doesn't look so good, mm-hmm. the yeah. fashion police are not going to come and take you away, right? And if they do, you might actually have some fun in jail. <laughs> Absolutely. Just have your uh, bail money on the side. So. I mean, so Iris, it's so Iris, isn't it? I mean, Mm. I love it. And yeah, so it also now begs the question, you know, how how do we go about finding our own personal fashion sense and look, you know, if we're not all Iris so that Mm. the fashion police don't haul us away if by chance Mm. they do come and get us. I mean, Mm. we don't all have the Iris knack for mixing haute couture with, you know, her flea market finds, Mm. at least not yet anyway. And I mean, mm. this this is a gal that wore jeans before they were even deemed appropriate. Mm. She mm-hmm. still wears them along with Brilliant. her famous red leather trousers. So mm-hmm. you know, how do we discover our own sartorial soul and our mm. fashion personality while perhaps channeling iris mania? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I I did dig a little deeper on that note Uh and somehow ended up on a site called Psyche. So here's where (laughs) Back to Old School gets its twist, as it's the Mm. only shopping platform that I know of anyway, that allows for Mm -hmm. sort by personality. So Psyche believes that your psychology or rather your personality is the biggest factor Mm -hmm. that influences your personal style. It's why you look at a dress and instantly say, that's me or that's Mm -hmm. totally not me without Mm -hmm. even thinking Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, you sent me Psyche. And Mm -hmm. yeah, just as a recap, yeah, Psyche is this, it's a new styling service that uses psychology teachings and a personality test to find, you know, to essentially find 
you exciting new wardrobe staples, you know, for, you know, it could mm -hmm. be this summer or, you know, whatever season. Sadly, I haven't given it a go yet, Amps. I don't know if mm -hmm. you have, but maybe, uh, yeah, the, the next couple episodes down the way we can talk about it. But now uh -huh. that Iris has taken and shaken up our worlds during her 100th birthday, what better time to discover our fashion personalities or rather mm -hmm. rediscover it mm. than right now. I mean, if it's the right platform I'm thinking of, I think the, the founder, she was a Canadian and is London-based. She's a London-based founder. Is that right? Oh, yeah. So that's Annabelle yeah. Maldonado, if, if I haven't mm -hmm. slaughtered her mm -hmm. name mm -hmm. there. Um, Psyche's mm -hmm. founder. So yeah, she's okay. a Canadian, I believe. That's okay. right. And then so to provide you with fashion recommendations that feel you, they ask you mm -hmm. to take a personality test to use Psyche in order to capture and systemize that you-ness mm -hmm. so that you, you don't have to sift through thousands of products. You know, all toll bills, mm -hmm. individual style preferences are very nuanced and complicated, aren't they? So mm -hmm. the more you use Psyche, yeah. look at save you know mm -hmm. it, it it basically safe tunes the products that you like okay. the more that their ai will get you psyche mm -hmm. says they're like building a relationship with a very good stylist wow so yeah i saw that test and you know they were saying it's supposed to be fast you know under three minutes or so anyways so you complete the big five tests which are um, your personality scores in, in five categories. So like mm. openness, uh, openness, extroversion, conscientiousness, uh, agreeableness and eroticism. But, mm -hmm. it, um, but then it asks you like general fashion questions too, like your favorite colors or silhouettes. And some of the questions were like, um, along with questions like, uh, do you believe in marriage? Are you excited about life? Do you assume the best of people? Not, you know, these are questions that you mm. at least consciously think about when you go go shopping, Ems. Absolutely, that's right. I mean, where we're actually thinking of yeah. these, you know, things where we put together our hot yeah. summer looks. I mean, yeah. I suppose we are, you know, subconsciously on some level, right? But yeah, it, it is very cool. Yeah. And you know, then the takeaway of all of this is that then the good old algorithm uses mm -hmm. your scores to sort by personality. So, you know, as the AI pulls designer collections from fashion brands to pick out your best fashion matches, you can also shop by mood, create custom lists and, you know, fine tune your feed by tweaking your personalized shopping feed according to mood. So you're mm. able to nuke any items mm -hmm. you don't like Mm -hmm. and train your personal algorithm so you know and then create lists of products for say for example trips and or events so it's really actually very exciting wow and it is i mean another vanguard um opportunity here so just cutting edge so absolutely amazing nothing mm -hmm. like it that we know of on the market can't wait to try that platform mm -hmm. try it out mm -hmm. and and then um so back to old school with a twist for sure i mm -hmm. mean ems between psyche and between psyche and iris and denim star mm -hmm. i think this winning trio will have me all 
Brilliant. All sorted out, literally, by helping you me go, rediscover Bills. my fashion personality, which is waning. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still in permanent uh, hot facts summer mode. It's going to mm-hmm. help me transition this fall mm-hmm. winter on a scale that might make it even our our favorite one year, 100 year old teenager proud Brilliant. on all levels. I mean, I'm sure. yeah, I mean, after all, I mean, yeah. And you know, you gotta love her. She's your top, one of your top heroes after all. Yes. Who said this? Who said this? And mm-hmm. well, you have to be true to yourself. You have to know yourself, not to be a trend follower. You've got to, to learn to take a few risks. If you don't learn constantly, you don't grow and you will wither. Too many people wither on the vine. Sure, it gets a little harder as you get older, but new experiences and new challenges keep it fresh. Oh my. Love it. Yeah, I mean, wither on the vine, not wither on the vine. (laughs) (laughs) That will not be on the menu. (laughs) This is not happening. This will will not be on the menu this fall and winter and beyond for us and all our beautiful Denim Star Sock Star listeners. So, and on that note, Mm-hmm. While we are all chafing at the bit to go off and give Psyche a try this fall, along with finding Iris inspiration for our new and adventurous fashion personality profiles and wardrobes, don't forget to send us all your beautiful hot vac summer denim star sock star looks that you rock this summer or, or will rock this fall with your denim star sock choices. So... As we all learn to rediscover our new sartorial souls and personalities this fall and winter of 2021. Absolutely. So bring it on. September is our month for rediscovering our fashion personalities once again. And with Fall Vogue just uh, predicting the other day uh, for Fall Vogue 2021, big baggy jeans, Iris will love this leather rocker pants. Oh yeah. Sky high platforms for my disco diva, uh, the boxy blazers, mm-hmm. uh, like we mentioned the double, the double denim, uh, just mm-hmm. to name a few folks for this season. We'll have lots to choose from M's this, this autumn while rocking our denim star socks booging. I mean, whenever I hear September, it just triggers Triggers me to booging to earth, wind and fires, R&B tune. And, uh, I think that was 1978, September. And we're going to have to just sing it with me. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Love was a changing the minds of pretenders. We're chasing the clouds away. Ha, ha, ha. Our hearts were ringing in the key that our souls singing as we danced in the night remember how the stars stole the night away oh yeah hey 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 say do you remember Badia dancing in September never was a cloudy day well folks we hope you really enjoyed that and uh, you know, hang on to those last days of summer and you know let's get ready for the autumn fall so what do you think bills and stay safe absolutely welcome back everyone we had a blast doing this show hope every everybody out there finds their fashion personalities whether it's old school with a twist or iris mania 
uh, Denim Star Socks is going to get us there either way. For Take sure. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. Stay safe. Big love, Bills. Till next time. Big love, Ems. Ciao for now. And on that note, it's now time for everyone's favorite portion of the podcast. But this time, rather than focus on Emma's hosiery highlights, I would like to give you a bit of an insight into London Fashion Week that took place between the 16th and 21st of September. So this is hot off the press, folks. As the fashion industry's publication Draper's Expresses, London Fashion Week appears to be back on track. From new lockdown habits, many designers presented through hybrid platforms with some returning to physical shows. Draper's denotes that actually you really cannot beat the thrill of a physical presentation especially depicting Regina Pugh's swimwear worn by Team GB divers plunging 82 feet into a pool. This is a wonderful example of many designers this season finding new dramatic ways through theatrical performance to deliver their carefully crafted collections to the crowds. For me, as the founder of Denim Star, this is certainly food for thought on potential new ways to present the Classics Hosiery Collection. I hope all of you sock stars enjoyed our latest podcast series with episode 13 finding your fashion personality back to old school with a twist of socks and sandals and other scandals morning cuppa with emma and billy as i mentioned before going forward we will be published once a month so keep an eye out on instagram and facebook for announcements of it going live Thank you so much for joining us on this magical mystery sock tour. If you liked it, give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, and as always, don't forget to sock it to me and subscribe. And being the hosiery high priestess, as I always affirm, be the star you know you are. I'll talk to you guys later. Toodaloo, my lovely denim star sock stars. Until next time, bye.